0: Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about crime and punishment, the crimes that should never happen, but they really did, okay, for things that you need to know, but first, it's modal time. In season six, remember this rich people poor people poor people like rich rich people like poor think about that when it comes to tax time hey we're in this tax season's coming upon us and just pay your bills don't rob peter to pay paul hey whatever you do in life do what you got to do to the fullest okay just pay your bills and also hey remember this Never quit your day job while conquering the world My daddy always says that And I didn't understand that when I was little But as I got older, I understood that And also, remember this This podcast is sponsored by com. For all your electronic needs, go to com. Hey, do me a favor For each and every one of you out there I want to ask you a simple question Hey, if you listen to my podcast Just share my podcast to each and every one of y'all Just share the love of my podcast Alright, let's begin This is going out to the Crime Chronicles The true OG out there This goes out to all the people that come to work every day all the hard-working people out there if you work hard and doing what you do you are the true og out there i say that because i mean that seriously a lot of people don't get the recognition that you do. And if you have to put up with some bosses that you really don't like but you still show up to work. And you get up in the morning and be like, oh, why do I got to Why do I'm going to work? Oh, I hate going to work. But then you show up and you still do your job. And you give that 200%. Not 100%. You give 200% that goes out to you. All right? You are the true OGs. That's who you are. Those are the people that I say you are the true OGs. Because you do a job that you hate but you still because you got bills and stuff that gotta get paid. All right. Now, for everyone out there, I want you to listen to this, all right? This right here in the Crime Chronicles, this goes out to something simple. Hey, did you know That back in the early 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 20th century Early 1900s and stuff The federal government was doing some Massive restructuring of Their system you know there There's this thing out there where they had this thing If you saw if you ever looked at The video called the secret which is called The law of attraction a like attracts like And all these things like that And if you ever look at the books and stuff that's out there in this new age era of people talking about this new age thing Where people are the self-help gurus that pop up, you know That pop up that tell you that if you meditate and, and if you follow these techniques, you can achieve the dream Visualize your wealth and stuff. Well, let me tell you something a lot of that stuff out there A lot of people always ask me is that really true when it comes to um Dealing with the uh, things that go on into that in that realm of the self-help guru realm of uh, success and stuff, I tell you this: um, a lot of times people say, "Well, I don't really believe that." Well, here's the thing: if you you have to believe it in order to conceive it. So what that means is that if you are visualizing, they say, if you visualize. If you visualize the wealth that's coming to you, it will be manifested. People always ask me, "Does that does it really work?" Well, listen. I hear this. I, there's a lot of videos on YouTube, like what well, they call about the like the like those rings and those bracelets from the the Pixie Pie Chew, the Pixie Chew, um, and they say um, the Feng Shui and stuff, and those ring bracelets. And there, then there's videos about how good they work and how they achieved. People said they won their wealth, and a lot of people said they. They have those and now they, um, are, they're wealthy and stuff. And there's business people said they've used it. And famous movie stars have bought it and said they it helped them. And then you have a lot of people that say, well, there's videos out there where these people say the these things are no good. They're part of the devil stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. I, I, I say this. I have the Pixie Pie Chew ring, the rings and the bracelets and stuff. And Everything and and I and I and I stress this highly It's nothing against what goes on in the Bible. Well, let me tell you something in the Bible We're gonna we're gonna going to we're gonna do this right here in the Bible a lot of things you've ever heard of this thing in the Bible they talk about And in the, in the Bible it talks about this one thing called the prosperity gospel And we're gonna talk about this right now The prosperity gospel is a thing about how the Bible says how you can be successfully wealthy by if you seed a sow, if you sow a seed, like you can see a lot of these mega churches where they talk about the prosperous, being prosperous and stuff, and how these mega churches, we can talk about, we can look at like Greflo Dollar, look at like Kenneth Copeland, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, Joel Olstein those are the people that are into this prosper and there's a bunch of other ones they're called the prosperous gospel using prosperity saying that you can be successfully wealthy if you do these particular things sow a seed of a thousand dollars you can get rich well here's the question and i and i and i say this in all earnest a lot of times people always say well um well i don't believe well that's not part of what the bible says well okay listen We're not saying about anything that's negative about when it comes to the prosperity gospel and stuff. But the question that I always ask is, why is that they say that if you just sow a thousand dollars, you will multiply that times ten or times a thousand, and you could be mega rich if you use the prosperity prosperity gospel? It's the same principle with the law of attraction. It's under that self-help, metaphysical, motivational, guru things that everybody talks about. You can be successfully wealthy if you do these things, if you follow the prosperity gospel. And and these churches are getting so rich. Now, here's here's what I don't, this is what I tend to not understand. Okay, let's say you are a pastor. Okay, you are a minister, you're a pastor, whatever you are of a mega church or a mega corporation. I I look at these churches or corporations because you know what? A lot you know why these mega churches are so wealthy and why a lot of these ministers are so rich. I'll tell you why. Here's the reason. And it's nothing to do with anything they do, is that they follow a 501 3C which is which is tax exempt. They don't pay taxes on anything that they have. They don't they don't pay taxes because they're, they're tax exempt. So if they rake in say 100 million, that 100 million is all theirs. So they tend to look at the prosperity gospel, they they basically depend on you doing what they ask you to do by sowing that seed. Okay, now, is it a bad thing that these people that these mega churches are doing? Let me show you something example. I watched a thing about the mega churches where they showed this one pastor who told his members that he needed a Gulfstream, he needed a new jet, because the old jet is falling apart. Granny, I'm going to say this, Granny, that jet is falling apart, and he said he needed to get to his church on time. Now, for all those Gulfstream, now you got to look at it like this, so he buys a jet for $60 million, okay, $60 million, he gets the jet. Now, he also has to pay approximately he has to pay approximately $100,000 or $50,000 on jet fuel. Because you got to buy jet fuel. Okay? You know, with the jet fuel. And then he has to pay for the, the pilots and the co-pilot and also the, the staff. Got to pay their salary because he has to have them to fly him anywhere he needs to go to do his Lord's work. Granny, we're not knocking that. We're not knocking that you have to do what you got to do. Now, some people say, why can't these ministers fly commercial? Well, here's the problem with flying commercial. Let's give an example. Let's say I'm a mega church pastor. K.R. Bell, megachurch. I'm out of Texas. Okay, I'm out of Houston. I'm out of, I'm out of Houston. You know, you know. I'm out of Houston you know I'm in this area I'm out of Harris County Texas that's the Houston area weird how they whenever you look on if you ever look on TV and you see that show um, verse 48 they always say Harris County Texas that's Houston okay my church is in Houston okay we'll use that state good state or I'm out of a I'm out of Oklahoma Tulsa Bible Belt And that's called the Bible Belt area. You'll you'll understand later. If you don't know what the Bible Belt is, look it up and it'll tell you where the Bible Belt is. All right. And I have a, let's say I have a mega church in Texas. And I have a mega church in, say, Atlanta. And I have a church in, say, Miami. Okay. Now, I am this mega pastor at those three churches. So I have to get, I have to go Wednesday to Atlanta to do service. Because I got service in Atlanta So I got to fly out Okay so I go to catch a plane A commercial flight Now I go down to the airport And I'm standing in line I get my ticket And I go And I'm getting there All of a sudden My flight has been delayed Due to bad weather My flight's been delayed Due to weather from another area So now I'm running late To get to my church I'm running late to get there Because of the weather From another state That's why my flight is being delayed by three hours. So I get on the plane and I'm there and I get to church late. People at the church don't want to see that that I'm late. So I'm running there and I'm doing my service and stuff. And then I get done and then I have to fly to Florida to get to a service because I got to do a Florida service the same day i gotta do florida service so i you know i get on the i go to the airport rush to the airport i gotta get on the plane and all of a sudden we're in flight and we have to be diverted because florida is hit with winds and stuff and so now i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in another state let's say alabama and so now i'm in alabama stuck supposed to be in florida to do a service and i can't that's why i understood why a lot of those ministers got to have their own plane because they want to be able to get there on time that's the reason why i understood that that's the reason why a lot of them have to have their own planes you know or you know what i mean so that i understood that part but that i don't understand what you know but that's something that's why most pastors say that is it a good thing or bad? i don't know you know to me you know the prosperity the prosperity gospel it's a great thing and stuff and i don't understand why the prosperity gospel is what they are i think it's part of that self-help guru of those metaphysical people out there because all these people out there like you know these these self-help gurus out there that are preaching this how you could be like here's one here's one tony robinson one of the math one of the one of the one of the premier founders of the self-help movement you know he, he he I mean he I mean he has a program where he has a thing down in on um, Florida where people come and they spend $5,000 to hear him tell them what they already, he even said that I pay, people pay 5 grand for me to tell them what they already know hello I just don't get that but that's what he does okay They pay five grand for him to tell them what they already know. And these people spend that kind of money because it's not for everyone, because not everybody can have five grand. I watched a video about him on Netflix, about him and how he got ready and stuff. And he was telling this lady about how the way her life is living is because some hidden trauma dealing with her mom. And with her dad, some traumatic thing about her family and stuff. And the daughter was crying and he was like, you having a, and he was cussing her out. And he said, oh, we have a breakthrough. Really? $5,000 you spent to have a breakthrough. It's the same principle when I say, when it comes to these, me- these self-help gurus, like Les Brown, you know, and um, a lot of these famous people. And you can go on YouTube. There's so many self-help gurus on YouTube that are talking about. The pro- talking about things that they can do and how they achieve the law of attraction. A like attracts like, um, or they're talking about the pin- the pineal gland, where they can get into their third eye and how they can use their chakras and stuff. You know, and everybody's wondering like, what the hell, you know, and how they are becoming the successful self help, and the and the way they um, follow their techniques, you know. Under this, under the self-help guru and how they are trying to achieve their abundance of wealth by doing these techniques. Like the, like the, like the secret. I actually, when I, I'm tell you about the secret. I bought the video and I bought the book. And it talked about how these people saying how feel good emotions, like attract like. When you wake up in the morning, you um, wake up with a positive attitude and, and how, you know, and, And I also know about when it comes to manifestation, they talk about how when you like one guy said every time you got a bill, he would think of it as a check. He was getting in the mail and then the more he thought about it, it it just they weren't bills. They were just checks coming in. No, that's not. And then realistic people would say they're not checks, they're bills. But they say you got to have that mindset. See, in the in the in the new age of self-help, it's all about the mind. You know, do you know that um, Sigmund Freud talks about dealing with the mind and stuff. There's I, Id, and O dealing with the mind. And did you know, you know that right there, Sigmund Freud? Did you know? Uh, and I'm talking, and they talk about that and stuff. And they talk about what goes on in the mind and stuff. And then there's another one, Carl Jung young young talked about how in the mind um we look at our mind we haven't potentially fully understand what goes on in our mind our mind is our most powerful thing you know that we don't use there's certain people in the world that uses uh almost 80 percent of their mind they're called savants those are people that are gifted there's a guy who literally when i say literally there there's there's a whole video on youtube about it there's this guy he literally was coming out of a bar one day he was what I think it was a bar or something. He was coming somewhere and he got beat up, really bad. They knocked him a guy hit him in the head, knocked him unconscious. He ended up waking up in the hospital. When he woke up, he he woke up doing um Pythagorisms and stuff like that, mathematical calculations that no one else could ever uh, fathom. I and mean, he wasn't a straight A student. He didn't have college degree. He was doing college math works, calculations. And there was another story of a guy uh, who literally well, literally, he, um, he got sick one day. He, you know, just normal working and everything. He got really sick because he went somewhere. He went to some third world country on a vacation. He got really sick because I guess it was the water. He went swimming somewhere in a riverbed and ended up getting sick with some parasite. Well, that parasite infected his brain. And on the part of his brain it infected, it made him a savant. With that, that, that particular parasite got in there and made him a savant for a short term this guy's math this guy's mind was running overload and he was actually his brain was calculating to the point to where he was he could able he can sit there and close his eyes and then he closed his eyes and then reopen them and could see things like numbers and calculations and one day the guy just literally was like okay he wanted to test it so what he did was he got up and he walked. He got up and he said, I'm going to, he walked and he said, I'm going to go do something. He stood there in the store and he looked down and he literally bought, he literally bought four scratcher tickets. He literally looked at which ones he wanted. He said, no, no, no. I want that one, particular one. So they was like, sure. So they gave, he gave him that one. He paid for it. Those tickets were winning tickets. His mind just, picked those and then he started like okay so he won he's like all right let's go check this out so he went to vegas walked into vegas got on and he walked down he kept walking around till he found a particular slot machine sat down and played and hit the jackpot played max and hit jackpot the casino thought he was cheating they literally the casino thought he was actually cheating they thought he was cheating he hit the jackpot 10 times in that one casino they thought he was cheating they did not want to pay him, but thing about it was when they reviewed the camera footage, he just hit max credit and won. It was just luck, but the problem was he was a savant. His brain was working overload on that stuff. Now that's something that, like I say, when it comes to using the pineal glands and using 90% of our brain, he was using 80% of his brain wasn't 90%. He wasn't at mass capacity. There's a movie if you want to look at. It, it's a really good movie. It's about neurotropics and stuff. There's a Limitless movie. And there's a movie called Lucy. Where it was some kind of drug that they, they implanted in her. And the drug bag busted open. And she was using... And it started, she started... Her brain started working. Does that actually work or anything? I don't know. But I'm just going to say it made her use 100% of her brain. She was like getting... It was on 10%, 20% of her brain, then kept going until she got mass capacity, where she was at 100%. It's a good movie. Scarlett Johansson played, played in the movie. She played Lucy. That's a good movie. And Limitless was Bradley Cooper. You played in that movie where he took this pill and it utilizes your brain. And uh, it was a neurotropic, and they utilize your brain. You now there's nootropics out there. I did a podcast on nootropics and stuff, so you can look that up in my thing about nootropics and stuff. And but what I what I am going to tell you is that, see, that's all part of, like I said, dealing with the self help and stuff, and metaphysicals and all that stuff. Dealing with self help and the mindset of what you're looking at. See, you're paying when you go to these when you look at these self help gurus. I always say this, and I say this in great great earnest because i digress about certain things and what i say is this take what you need take what you need out of it but use only what you need take what you need out of it and and discard the rest so there's like one or two items in there that you can actually use use that but the rest just get rid of it in your mindset so when it comes to like i say people always ask me do i use that stuff uh the answer is yes I use that stuff because this is what I use I always say this and when it comes to the mind um, When it comes to the mind Freud always young uh, and Freud and all of them They talk about when it comes to the mind it's their um, There's their mindset of, of the neurotropics and stuff Their mindset is what they use okay This is what they're using This is what they're using in their mind, okay? There's, their, their mindset is what they're using. We're using the mind and they're, and they're putting into what they need, okay? So you're only using what you need. So you have to actually tell, you have to actually put your mindset in a, in a system to where you're utilizing the brain, okay? And you, you got to look at it to the point to where you're using 100%. So like uh, here's, here's what I would say. What works for me? People ask me what works for you. This is what works for me, and I'm gonna cut this short because, yeah, gotta go work and gotta go pay some bills. This is what I say that works for for you. And what works for me, I use the the manifestation called the written manifestation. I follow this method. It's called the. There's one called the no. There's one called. The, there's one called the Nikolai Tesla 369 method. I tried that method and it was brutal for me. But this is what I've been doing. I followed this method. It's, it's a thing called um, you can look at the conspiracyjournal.com website. And it's one by Dragonstar. Dragonstar got a bunch of books out. I follow his method. His method is called the the 15 method by dragon star he made it simple for anyone to do and it's the most it's the most gruesome method that i will tell anyone to ever use if you don't believe me trust me it hurts and it's hard this is what i what i would say for you need to do and this method is the most brutal method on visualization and also on when it comes to manifestation here's what you do let's say Let's say you need, you want something. Let's say you want more money in your bank account. We'll use that. Under this method, I did a podcast on it, but for those who want to scroll all the way back, that's a long back in my, my collections of uh, podcasts. Listen, this is what you're going to do. Make it easier for you. The 15 method is simple. Get a notebook. Go to the dollar store. Go to Walmart go to walmart dollar tree um dollar general family dollar whatever dollar store kohl's office max office depot, whatever you get notebook office supplies your office supply store you can also go to home depot lowe's or whatever even even ace hardware true value do it best whatever hardware store you have around you anywhere that has notebook paper get a get a binder notebook um one of those ones that have like sixty reams, sixty units, whatever paper, notebook paper with the spirals in it. Get one of those. Get a bigger one. Don't write nothing. Don't write on the outside of it. Oh, this is my journal. No, you don't write nothing on there. What you're gonna do is you're gonna write down the first on the open the open it up the first page. You're gonna write down 15 times something you want that you that you already have. Good example. I have more money in my bank account and my bank account's overflowing. Write that down 15 times. Now, let's say an example, you're writing it down, and you make a mistake. What you do is add another add another add another line, so that you'll have a total of fifteen. Just always fifteen. So if you make a mistake on one line don't don't, don't go don't, don't scratch it out, just add another line till you get a total of fifteen exactly. Every day, write that down. Because what you're doing is you're going to program your brain to um, have that mindset to where you'll be able to do it again and again, repetitively. That's part of the self-help and the, and the mindset of self-help They even talk about that in self-help gurus and stuff They tell you that It's also simple method in the prosperity gospel and stuff You know, you write it down 15 times As if you already have it Write it down And you write that 15 times You write it every day The next day, the next page Date it Write it When you fill that whole book up Get another one Write it again Keep writing it, you keep writing that down until you achieve exactly what you have. You write it down until you already achieved what you have in your prosperity. Until you achieve what you have. They say write it until you achieve the the money you have in your bank account. It may not be a lot, maybe a little bit. Or you say, um, you wanna say something like, a good example, I use wealth like money. Or you could say, I, I have the I have I'm in my dream house, I'm in my dream house, I have the keys to my dream house. You write that down 15 times. Boom, done. You go, but you also got to do the work. People always think that well, what, 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 okay. So I write it down. What else do I do next? What do I do next? No, you go out and you do the work, and you still write it, because it tells you like if you want to have more money in your bank account, means if you gotta buy lottery tickets. You know, buy a lottery ticket. But here's the thing: don't spend more than what you have. So if you don't have the, if you don't have enough money, if you don't have enough money in your bank account to pay the bills, then you need to do certain things to have the money in your bank account. I would say, put that money in your bank account follow the methods do that until you achieve your wealth once you achieve it keep going do you know some of the most successful people in the world like like, uh, here's one here's one this is a really simple one Um, one of the famous actors said he wrote he wrote a check for 10 million dollars stuck it in his wallet and he stayed in there and it stayed in there. And it, and it, uh, Jim Carrey, he said it stayed in his wallet and it started deteriorating, coming off. But he did a movie called Dumb and Dumber. For that amount of money, he got the exact amount that he wrote on that check. See what I mean? People say, well, how did that work? Well, the simple thing is he, he believed. See, in order for it to work, you have to believe that it works. See, if you just sit there and say, I'm, I want to be successfully wealthy, when you write a check for a certain amount of money, but you don't believe that that check is going to be manifested It'll never work because you're not telling yourself Because you are the, you are the missing key to achieving that wealth You are the missing link, as they, as they say to, um, to achieve the abundance of whatever you want to do That's why they say the prosperity gospel And all these self-help gurus say the same thing When it comes to the things like um, like Have you seen the one, um, the books they, they got out? Called The Law of Attraction Wallace D. Waddle Do you know that he had a lot of failed businesses But a lot of people uses his books Now because they say that technique is works It worked because he's dead People People found the missing link to that The key was A lot of people didn't Back in those days People didn't understand They always like On the secret They say that um, That the rich Were hiding the secret From everyone else No it wasn't They were hiding it It was just that Average people Didn't care About The law of attraction Because they were more Focused on Paying their bills You know Putting food on the table That was during the 1900's And it was also During the time Of the depression During the great depression People didn't have The mindset to think about I'm going to be I'm going to have That mindset To think like that but then, when they came into the age of the forties, out of the depression, came into the forties, right out of the depression, people started thinking, and that's when it started manifesting. People started realizing we could do this, and people realized that it started working. Then it got into the fifties. People started applying the method. Got into the sixties. People started using, um, people started using nootropics, started using mind altering drugs like MK. MK Ultra, mind altering drugs. And that's how they started visualizing and seeing and they started realizing the pineal glands and everything else It started working into the 60s. And then it got into the 70s. Then it got into the 80s into the self-help craze to where people started realizing that it actually really worked. And did it work? Yes, for those people it worked because people started realizing that maybe if I believe it will work and then it started working. See, that's the catch. People in the early 1900s didn't care about that So that's why a lot of people didn't take it seriously But then more people started following this method Les Brown, one great person I like Les Brown He talks about how That if you apply The methods of working hard With your mind You gotta look at it with your mind You know, Do you know that um, Albert Einstein Whenever Albert Einstein Would ever have to think about something he used, He used mind altering drugs he was using mind-altering drugs back in the early 1900s people were using cocaine and heroin as well as opium and those mind-altering things to get into a mind-altering state to where they can actually think about how they can apply how they can see you know and then people were also using those drugs to see the future like one famous person one famous one famous, billion, one famous millionaire back in those days, he used a mind-altering drug to see his wealth. And he saw how he can achieve his wealth by doing certain things. When he came out of that altering drug state, he applied, he wrote it down. He wrote, and when he came out of it, he wrote it down. Now, nowadays, people use DMT and um, ayahuasca and stuff. Because, you know, in our bodies, we have DMT in our body. There's a whole method that there's DMT in our body we are our naturally natural dmt that's in our system i i watched a video on that talking about dmt because i was looking at joe rogan who talked about dmt and also using ayahuasca ayahuasca is a rude, it's a brutal drug that's a brutal herbal drug and and there's a lot of places the best place to use ayahuasca and dmt is in the south Southern parts of the United States, meaning that down in South America, there's these places down there, there's resorts that do ayahuasca and DMT. And and they do it in a special state where they can see. Do you know that Native Americans um, use use the um, simple methods of of the mind-altering drugs? A lot of them use like peyote. And they were using that to um, see the visions and stuff. And they were using that to see their visions and stuff and seeing how... the way their their mind was. They wanted to see what the future is. Yeah, Native Americans and Native shamans were using drugs like DMT, ayahuasca, and also using peyote to see what the future is. Yeah. And that's all part of the self-help mindset. So, and in closing, all I'm going to say is that, you know, whatever you have to do to get to achieve your wealth or whatever... Just follow those methods and stuff. I don't, you know, I'm not an advocate of, I have never tried ayahuasca. I never tried DMT. I never tried, um, um, you know, peyote or none of that stuff. But I've heard people, seen people who've done it and they said they had visions and they said it was scary. One person said he did, uh, he, did he went to a um, sweat lodge and did um, peyote. And he had a vision and he said it scared him. To the point to where it, when it scared him, it scared him to a point to where, it, it 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 saw it showed him his future. It showed him. He said he talked about it. He showed him that he was going to be married. He said he's going to be married three times, and all three are going to end in divorce. But he said, and it showed him that he's going to be married three times, and he's going to be divorced three times, and the reasons why is because of his, um. The way he was living his lifestyle. And he was this guy who said, I was a party animal, I was wealthy, and I I drunk and I partied and I did all kinds of drugs and I just lived the lifestyle that and he saw what he had to do. So what he did was to eliminate the two marriages, the other two marriages, he said he just he got he 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 gave up all that stuff and and cleaned his act up. And he said that what he did was the girl that he was with wasn't the girl that he should have been with because it showed him the three women and it showed him the woman that he's supposed to be with and guess what he he ended up cleaning his life he stopped doing all those drugs he went to an AA he went to an NA first he went to an NA cleaned his life up and then went to an AA because he said he alcohol and partied and stuff so once he cleaned his life up he ended up realizing that this is what I need to do so he, he ended up going to an NA while he was in NA, he met a counselor there. While he was in, while he was there, he was he was there sitting there. The counselor was talking to him, and and he didn't go in there like, oh, I'm a mega billionaire. I'm a mega billionaire. I'm here. He was just regular. He came in regular clothes. He didn't come in there to suit it was an entourage of people. It was just him as a regular person walked in, sat there, and he started talking. And then they asked him. They asked him. You know, he sat there, signed up. Cause he knew he had to clean his life up so when he started going there he kept going all the time you know and then finally once he got rid of the drugs and stuff and he stopped doing all the things that he did he looked at her and he remembered her in the vision he asked her a question he asked her a simple question he asked her one thing that made him sure that she was the one he asked her what was her favorite food and what was her favorite movie Her favorite food was the food that he actually liked. And the favorite movie she liked was the movie that he liked. And they were compatible. So what I'm going to tell you is this. Listen whatever you got to do do what you got to do to do whatever you got to do whatever that right there kind of solidified me an understanding of when it comes to the mind and stuff so that's there hey by the way hey I want to thank each and every one of y'all out there for supporting my podcast hey this is Jr. Bell with I Got Your 6 Podcast and listen hey everyone out there I, I, I thank you for supporting me if you want to support my podcast just spread it around share the love hey Bravo 6 going dark